Welcome to Tough Cookie Talks. I'm your host, Jenna Josephowski, but you can call me Jenna J. I'm a semi-retired professional dancer, dance teacher and yoga teacher, turned certified personal trainer and kettlebell instructor who helps active women learn to lift and get strong with equal parts challenge and compassion. After years of working in the fitness industry, I got sick and tired of watching people, including myself, run themselves into the ground trying to uphold the narrow-minded image of what our culture sees as healthy and fit. But instead of giving it all up, I decided that I'd rather change the game, call out the BS, extract the good, and help others learn to use movement as a way to build themselves up rather than tear themselves down. On this podcast, we'll explore the intersection of fitness and anti-diet culture and all the gray areas in between. We'll let go of shoulds and judgment and dig into tough conversations with curiosity. Things get pretty spicy around here. So grab your headphones and let's do this. All right, friends, welcome to episode one of Tough Cookie Talks. I decided to start a podcast. So here we are. If you don't know me already and you stumbled upon this, my name's Jenna Josephowski. I will be the host of this thing. You can call me Jenna J. And today for this first episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how we got here, what you can expect from this Tough Cookie Talks experience, and hopefully get excited to look forward to a little bit more. Truth be told, one of the main most important things I think about the work that I do and the things that I coach my clients to do are to stop being such a perfectionist. So in light of that, I'm just going to talk and we're going to see how this thing goes. And I'm going to try my best to not stop and re-record like 9,000 times. So here we go. How did we get here? I guess the first place that I want to start is how we got the name Tough Cookie Talks and what you can expect of that. So as I was thinking about what to call my podcast, naming things is like the hardest thing if I'm being honest. I was in the shower and it came to me and I was thinking about the term tough cookie, like, oh, she's a tough cookie. And I like that because I feel like it really sums up who I am as a person and how you can expect me to talk and behave on this thing. I feel like I'm kind of sweet and nice and warm and fuzzy, but like mess with me and I'll get you. I have, I have a tough side. I have a spicy side. I've been known to be just, yeah, a little bit spicy. I guess you could say a little bit spicy. Anyway, so I have a podcast and this is kind of surreal to me because I think about when I was a little kid and one of my favorite activities was to play radio station with a cassette player. Like I would literally get my cassette player on my nightstand and press record and me and my friends would just ramble. So This is kind of like that. I guess a childhood dream fulfilled or something. (sighs) I don't know. Anyway, I kind of want this podcast to feel like that. Meaning like we're friends and you're just chilling in your kitchen, maybe doing some dishes or something. And I'm over there sitting on your couch, drinking a coffee and you're listening to me. We're shooting the shit a little bit. We're having a good time. I'm hopefully putting some good ideas in your ears, planting some seeds, telling you all the shit that I would literally tell my friends if they had called me on their way to work. So that is my hope and dream for this. Speaking of friends, before we get started on this, some of you know me. 
in real life, and I want you to know this, this podcast is unfiltered and uncensored. So sometimes, for those of you that I see in real life, I see you in contexts where it's not appropriate for me to talk about certain things or speak in certain ways. But the truth is, I'm a real person. This is my space to talk about whatever I want to talk about. And as mentioned, we will have tough conversations here and things will get spicy. So expect me on this podcast to maybe say some things that are going to challenge your views. Expect me to express my beliefs about all the things, even if it makes people uncomfortable. If you have children around, put your headphones on. Go ahead, press pause, like do it right now. Okay, good. Expect me to say fuck. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Anyway, so let's talk about how I got here, how we got here. What a few years it has been. I have noticed particularly in the past couple of months that it has been really hard for me personally to consume content or to keep my attention on pretty much anything, particularly when it comes to reading stuff on the internet, being on my phone, scrolling, doom scrolling over and over again. There's a lot of garbage on the internet. And I have found that because of the fact that I have a hard time reading things that maybe other people do as well. And if you know anything about me and my history over the past, like five, six years or so, I've had a blog going for a really long time and I've always loved blogging. I love writing. I do. And there's a little part of me that's like, is anybody going to read this blog? If I can't even read like a 2000 caption, 2000 character Instagram caption, I don't know. Anyway, so got me turning towards the podcast realm, but also to be honest, podcasting is my favorite way to consume content. So pretty sure that I can't be the only one. Anyway, so I got my start listening to podcasts and to be honest, kind of dreamed of being on one and then starting one. Is that a strange dream to have? I've been dreaming about having a podcast for a long time. Now we're doing the thing. Podcasts are something, and we'll get into this a little bit deeper shortly, that kind of dug me into a hole, um, not a really good place, but then simultaneously in listening to different podcasts helped pull me out of that hole. So I'm hoping that you'll find this show to be the latter. A force for good, if you will. Story time. So where do we begin? I think it's best for you to understand my origin story before we get started on any big topics on this episode, because I truly believe that all of our opinions and our beliefs and the way that we see the world are are really guided, I think, by our lived experiences. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a backstory. And that sum of lived experiences is what colors the way that we see the world, the way that we view things. So I'll just say this. I feel like it all started because I was always the girl who was perpetually trying to lose five to 10 pounds. That was always me. Ask any of my friends. And I can remember 
having people come back to me and be like, Jenna, you don't need to lose weight. What are you talking about? And I remember coming back and being like, I'm fine for a regular person, but not for a dancer. I've been a dancer my entire life. And I feel like being a part of the dance industry, both as a student, as a college dance major, and then later as a professional dancer, as a dance teacher, really kind of fucked with my body image in a number of ways. And I know that I am not the only person here. And as a result of that, I feel like it led me into some really disordered habits with food and with exercise. That's another story for another day, or maybe I'll never tell that story because I did a lot of stuff that I don't really want anybody to do. Truth be told, I was never formally diagnosed with an eating disorder, but looking back, I could probably diagnose myself. There's a lot of talk about the difference between uh, clinical eating disorder and disordered behaviors around food and exercise, and I definitely had all sorts of those. And I feel that they often got shoved aside or not really taken seriously or anybody Nobody really ever got that concerned about me because I never got skinny enough for people to be concerned. And that's the unfortunate thing, I think, about eating disorders and disordered eating for a lot of people. And one of the reasons that I wanted to start this podcast is because a lot of us run ourselves into the ground and do things in the name of quote unquote health that are actually quite the opposite of healthy. In any case... In spite of all of that, people often thought of me as the quote unquote healthy one, the fit one, the one who always chose the nutritious foods and, you know, worked out all the time and whatever. And I was praised for that. And there were many, many, many iterations of that. As I would say, and you'll hear me say this often, many different flavors of the same shit sandwich. So along that process, we're going to start this story around 2015. I got my first intro to podcasts via paleo podcasts. Is paleo still a thing? I don't even know. It was really big in my mind back in 2015. I don't know if people still are into that or if I've just gotten so far out of that world that I couldn't even be bothered to care. But anyway, paleo podcasts were my thing. And they got me into this very unique flavor of disordered eating, uh, which some people now call quote unquote orthorexia or an unhealthy obsession with healthy eating. And so back around that time, I was doing the thing, the clean eating thing, really, really into it. And then my husband, Eric, and I took a trip to Europe where that all went out the window. It was a great trip, but essentially went in Europe, spent a lot of time eating a lot of bread, drinking a lot of wine, not doing a lot of formal exercise. And I came home and felt low key like garbage and decided that I needed to do an elimination diet. Not going to say the name of it because this is my first podcast. I feel like I don't need to come straight out the gate and talk shit about all the different companies, but you'll know. We'll talk about it a little bit more later. Anyway, so I decided to do this elimination diet when I got back and it started out as a very innocent thing. I wasn't feeling that great 
probably, if we're being honest and looking back, I probably had jet lag and a hangover from that experience, but I decided that restricting a bunch of food groups would help me to feel a lot better. This could not be farther from the truth. So during this time, I had eliminated all sorts of different foods and things started to go downhill pretty fast. Near the end of this experience, I started getting really itchy. It was very strange. And if you ask anybody that can remember me around that time, I would be like clawing at my arms. I was always so itchy and my legs just itchy, itchy. And of course, because I had eliminated all of the foods, I had convinced myself that I was, you know, allergic or like sensitive to zucchini noodles or like those little cutie oranges or like ground beef because (laughs) that's all I was allowed to eat. Ugh, another story for another day. But I will say this, as a result of that itchiness, I decided that I needed to go harder with the food restriction and proceeded to do it. We had gotten back from this trip around the beginning of November, did it all through November, kind of was on the wagon, off the wagon. There is no wagon, but you know, on and off of it for the month of December. And then January, I decided I was going to go hard. Well, at the end of this elimination diet, when I was supposed to be done, I was a wreck. Not only was I super itchy all the time, couldn't get to the bottom of it. Um, I'd recently gone to the doctor and was diagnosed as uh, dealing with some hypothyroidism. And the doctor wanted to immediately put me on meds, but I was like, wait, 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 there is this part of me that was like, I want to understand the cause of this. Why is this happening to me? And so that led me down a rabbit hole of just looking into some different medical care, trying to figure out what was wrong with me. In the meantime, I was pissed. I was pissed because I had just finished this elimination diet where I wasn't allowed to eat like dairy, gluten, grain, soy, alcohol, sugar, smoothies, like all sorts of stuff. And I had gained weight at the end of it. And even though I had gone into it as a quote unquote health pursuit, there was this little part of me that was like, Ooh, I hope I lose that five to 10 pounds that I've been trying to lose for the past 20 years of my life. And so I was pissed that I had gained weight as a result of it. And so Basically, I went and saw a couple of different doctors, got to the bottom of it and realized a couple of things. Number one, uh, my itchiness was caused by anxiety, that I wasn't actually allergic to anything. And the reason I know this is because the minute I went and got a bunch of allergy testing done and they told me that I wasn't allergic to any foods, the itching magically stopped. Nuts. Um, But also my hormones were a complete shit show. The doctor I wound up seeing basically told me that my thyroid was, you know, slow to say the least, explaining the weight gain, and that my estrogen and progesterone were the levels of an 80-year-old woman, was exactly what he said. Literal shit show over here. And so in the meantime, I was literally like, fuck this, I'm done. This was my fuck this, I'm done moment. I was done. Done with diets, with lifestyle, lifestyle, can't speak, 
lifestyle changes and everything. Because I realized if I could eliminate all of these foods and do everything like quote unquote right and not see the results that I wanted, I just couldn't do it anymore. Thankfully, on said paleo podcasts, I wound up discovering an online coach, and maybe we'll talk about her a little bit later on another episode, who introduced me to the concepts of health at every size and intuitive eating and body acceptance. She was a body acceptance coach. And the reason why I went all in from like super disordered diet culture land into things like health at every size, intuitive eating and body acceptance were because I felt like I didn't have a choice. I was miserable. I was tired of trying, um, but I knew I was also tired of hating the way that I looked. Meanwhile, while all this was happening, I was simultaneously working in the fitness industry and I was the worst. On later episodes, you'll hear me talk about like things in the fitness industry to look out for, red flags, signs you're in a bad relationship with exercise. I was all of it. Another story for another day, once again, so many stories to share on here, truly. I was teaching yoga and group fitness And I had just become a certified personal trainer, had literally just passed my personal training certification. Meanwhile, simultaneously, I'm getting into this world of body acceptance and everybody around me is like, well, the fitness industry is toxic and you just need to stay away from that now. And if you like to work out, then that must be because you're secretly like still disordered and you need to give that up now and just take walks and do gentle yoga. And I was like, what? No. I mean, maybe not right away. I think there was a little part of me that was like, "Mm, I don't know if that's true for me. But when you dig yourself into this miserable hole that diet culture often puts us in and you see this beacon of hope where people are like, no, you can learn to accept your body. You can be healthy at a variety of sizes. You can feel normal around food again. And that all sounds shiny and wonderful and good, but they're also like, yeah, the fitness industry is toxic. You need to let that go. But it was literally my career. I was like, ooh, I didn't know what to do with it. So I did what I often do in those situations where I just kept on moving forward, one foot in front of the other, doing the best that I knew how. And at the same time, I had started hanging out more with a good friend of mine who was strength training from a place of like, hey, this is badass and it's super fun. Shout out to Ashley. Um, And she brought me along and she was like, hey, why don't you come work out with me? And she taught me how to use kettlebells. She was my first intro to that. The person who encouraged me to get certified in that was the first person who put a barbell in my hand. And it just felt really, really good. Shortly after that, I also got involved with a different trainer who was working at the time at the gym that I ended up working at because I had literally contacted the owner of that gym and was like, hey, I'm a new personal trainer. Can you please set me up with another trainer who has a completely different background than me just so I can get a feel for what it's like to be the client? 
And the person that I got set up with was really into powerlifting and barbells and taught me how to do that in the most badass way, in a way that my body size or weight loss or anything like that was never mentioned. And it felt really, really, really good. That learning to strength train from those people, from a place that had nothing to do with changing the way that I looked and strictly from a place of feeling like a badass was empowering as fuck. And I kind of hate using that term because I feel like it's overused, but I cannot think of a better, better way to describe it. It was really empowering, especially because at that time, fast forward another year since the beginning of this story, this is a really long story. I'm known for long stories. Uh, This was the time that my least favorite presidents ever got elected in 2016. And I started to become more aware of social justice and how that dude being elected was potentially putting my rights as a woman in jeopardy. And I realized that there was something that was very intertwined with literally everything that I was doing, like these newfound uh, feminist and social justice minded beliefs that I was getting more into strength training for the purpose of not shrinking myself and just kind of accepting myself for who I was and allowing myself to take up space was really a powerful kind of trifecta that pushed me forward into what I'm doing now. So I continued on this journey at the time I was blogging and I was posting some stuff on Instagram, getting more into the social media thing. And essentially, a few years later, here we are. Welcome to the podcast. So that's my story. If you're still listening, thank you for hearing my story. I hope to use this platform as a place where we can dive into a lot of other things that are going to be really helpful for you If you're experiencing anything similar to that, which I experienced back then, I think it'll be mostly me on here. Sometimes I'll bring on guests, but really, I just want to say that I'm glad you're here. So if you're still listening, thank you for letting me be in your ear. I cannot wait to share more stories and hopefully plant more seeds for you to approach this whole health and fitness thing differently. Thanks for tuning in to episode one of Tough Cookie Talks. If you want to learn more about me and how we can work together, visit my website, itsjennaj.com, or find me on Instagram at itsjennaj. Tag me, let me know you're listening. I'd love to hear from you.